y'all. Hey guys, good morning and welcome back to Folgers and Backwards, your mid-morning solo cipher. It's the girl you are truly will be read. Happy Thursday, everyone. I hope everyone is in a blessed state of mind, feeling good. It's a little gloomy outside of New York, but hey, the sun shining somewhere, right? Um, I was one thinking about topics for this morning, and so many different things came up to mind. I swear, I gotta. We got to get this together. I got to get this together. But what stood out the most, a lot of the different topics I was thinking about, old world now to so this, excuse me. Um, what is right and what is wrong? And how do you know the difference? It's, I guess, a, a moral debate. But I'm often telling people that you you know what's right and you know what's wrong and we don't need people laws a government um even friends family so to tell us that and i mean i guess that's that's my way of thinking or my approach, I guess, when, you know, talking to adults. But what about kids? Like, how is right or wrong really defined? The way most little humans understand right and wrong is through what they're taught. Your parent tells you, you know, don't throw things on the floor. You hear it enough, you learn. You don't throw things on the floor. That's not good. Um, and it's like that with everything. What we see is what we learn and how we live. That's why hatred and racism has stemmed through so many generations. It's taught. We aren't born with the observation of difference in race. We're not stupid. You can see someone's lighter than you, someone's darker than you, someone's just, you know, a completely different complexion, hair type. But if we were never told that those were differences, like that word is big. If we were never made aware that I'm trying to get my words together. I'm here. I'm here. Bear with me. If we weren't made aware that it's selective by, you know, nationality and genetics, if we would have just always looked at it as human variation. Would racism exist? Would colorism exist? Would we even give a fuck? And that way of thinking can be applied to everything, back to what's right and wrong, good or bad. If we never use those two words to define actions, scenarios, people, what would be left 
to dictate these things? How would we determine what is good, what is bad, what is right, what is wrong? I personally believe we have our a little barometer like inside of us. And it lets us know. We know when something is not. Now, certain things, before I get into what we know, let's, let me be literal and let's be obvious. Certain things, experience is a very big part of. And you won't know that something is wrong until you've actually done it and, I guess, witnessed the consequences to realize, oh, shit, that wasn't a good idea. I don't think I'm going to do that anymore. So not thinking of those scenarios. I know some people just can't help but be combative with thought and, (laughs) you know, got to find a scenario that just, you know, doesn't fit the description. So I'm not talking about those kind of issues. I'm talking about like morals. Um, Littering. Is littering actually bad? Like, I mean... It's not good. Does that make it bad? And again, what the fuck is good? Like, who defines these things? If we're God in our own right, our own life, and we're, it's our job to shape our universe. What happens if you're comfortable with shit all over the floor? What happens if you're comfortable with the freedom of just tossing something once you're discarded with it. Is that bad? What about when it comes to dealing with others? I think that's when it gets a lot more tricky because everything deals with others and we really don't see it like that so often. Let's stick to the littering. So I'm just throwing shit on the floor everywhere in my crib outside. I've been doing this now for 37 years. And it shows. (coughs) 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 My house is a mess. Um the areas I frequent out in public. (coughs) 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 Are unsightly. There's reminiscences that I was there my entire life. But if I don't see nothing wrong with it and I'm comfortable, when does the Law of oneness come into play. When do we expand past what we want, what we need, what is best for us to consider everyone else? Because now other people have to see this. Other people have to deal with it. And then rodents and, you know what I'm saying? The cribs stink and neighbors can smell it. Like, when does consideration for your fellow man kick in. I think realistically, it's always there. I think a lot of how 
we consider, a lot of what we consider for others, as well as a lot of what we just decide we don't give a fuck when it comes to others, have to do with really what we care about for our personal selves. If you really don't care about how you look, how you feel, how you dress, how you, you know, how presentable your home is, then you're not really going to care about other people's comfortability because your comfortability is not a priority. A lot of what we hold others to boils down to what we hold ourselves to. And that ultimately shapes what we define as good or bad. If we ourselves don't want someone stealing from us, we'll consider stealing bad. Oh, you steal? They didn't have to steal from you just because they did it. You automatically just subject yourself to, oh, well, if they would have stole from me, I would have been mad. I would have fucked them up. I would have called the cops. So you just automatically deem it, you know, bad. You don't consider that that person might have actually been doing something that was good for them. Um... It's just weird like that. This is why I'm so intimate lately on not judging. Like, we have to understand that everyone, everyone has their shit. Everyone's coming from somewhere, been through something. The role of the observer is so vast and huge. And again, I said it in another episode, you know, if you were looking, find an object to fixate on right now. For me, it's like a little bump on my wall. I guess like a, a little lump where the paint must have been running and dried. I don't know. But I'm looking at it. And just by tilting, what's this, a foot to the left? It really does look different because the light is hitting it different. I bet if I tilt just slightly, wow, I'm right just a couple more inches and now I don't even see it anymore. I know it's there because from a different perspective and straight up, I seem to clear as day. The light is hitting it perfectly. But as I move, it becomes less relevant. It doesn't stick out as much. And the 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 way we see life really does dictate. Like, sitting straight up, I couldn't become obsessive and make a big idea like, oh shit, they fucked my paint job up. I need to put a picture of that over that to cover it. Something, something, you know what I mean? But again, if I'm leaning this way, it's like, nobody's gonna notice that. Nobody gives a fuck. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's really, perspective is so powerful. And it's like, every time I contemplate on the notion and really allow myself to understand that it's impossible to understand other people's perception (coughs) at least fully (coughs) it does it relieves a lot of the judgment and deeming something or someone good or bad it is it's a very judgy thing deeming an act good or bad is rather judgy especially if you didn't take the proper time to understand it um, I used to consider life crazy. That was always my favorite. Everything was crazy. Oh, that shit is crazy. Oh, that was crazy. Oh my God, you swore that that was crazy. Everything was just so crazy. 
and it hit me like a bolt of lightning really recently. Like everything in life is not crazy. Absolutely nothing in life is crazy. It really does all make sense, just not from the singular perspective. And because of that, the only word that can be used, at least for me, at this point in time, is amazing. Everything is just so fucking amazing. Like, when you really just sit back and think about it, even the judgments that people make, the ideologies of good and bad. So I've been incorporating lectures into my day. I try to get at least two to three hours of lecture time. On a good day, I can get up to about five hours. Listening to, you know, perspectives, people's perspective on everything. It's helping me expand my understanding of perspective as well as become more empathetic to other people's perspectives. Let's judge it, right? Which brings me to the lecture I listened to yesterday. If you guys do not already, check out and shout out to actualize.org on um, Patreon. You can actually watch Leo Guru is the host and the creator, I believe. Shout out to him. He's he's really cool. You can check out the, um his YouTube. He has what I'm always watching that. I'm, I'm about to say Gary V. I watch him a lot too. But um shit. I've been like watching a lot of Leo's videos. And I wanna say this one. I don't remember exactly which one it was, but I was watching one last night and he brought up Hitler and Hitler's actions and the whole, you know, he was talking about happiness and oneness. That's what he was talking about. And yeah, he brought up Hitler and the Holocaust. He referred to Hiroshima and his perspective was so amazing because I guess life here in America, we're, what the fuck? Sure, I don't know what's going on on my laptop, but you know, we were trained in school, social um, social studies, and books and shit that, you know, the Holocaust, um, World War II, and Hitler, everything was just so horrible, just so horrible, just so horrible, just so horrible. And I'm not going to sit here and downplay the death of probably millions, not just through the Holocaust, but combined with the war. Like, you know how many people fucking died? How much loss of life? How much sadness? You heard that strike? I'm down. I'm using matches. When the last time you heard somebody use matches? I found the book and was so excited. I haven't fucking even seen matches in a long time. But um, back to my eye-opening revelation yesterday. The way Leo explained it was just so beautiful. He was, you know, again, perspective. We have no idea of how this man grew up. And I guess he did some research because he was able to give a little bit of backstory that, you know, I don't think anyone in, here in America even gave a fuck enough to learn about as far as upbringing and, you know, what was going on in Germany before his time as a dictator when he was growing up and, you know, things like that. And again, it's not to downplay or excuse anything. And I can't even really fully say that I even understand the actions that he did, but the openness 
to try to understand blew my mind because the way like you have to check it out i'm not really good at repeating people especially verbatim but you know when you really do when you consider everything that as an individual he been through when you consider how ego works it starts with self that's what ego is it's your projection of self and what is self self is your memories self is your experiences self is your family your nation your world, but it starts off small like that. Like you identify your family, your friends, your community, your nation. And if <coughs> and it's it's able, it's easy to well not maybe not easy, but if you really sit and think about it, it's understandable. Again, I don't fully get like that's an extreme choice. I don't, I'm not, I, and I think I'm an extremist, but that's extremely extreme. You want to wipe out a whole fucking, you know what I mean? Anyway, to an extent, I can see how he ended up down that path, if that's what makes sense. I don't see how he fucking got to the end of that shit. <laughs> like I said, I had to be a detour, a stop sign or something somewhere. But especially being a young black woman in America, I definitely fucking understand. I'm constantly talking to black people who just don't have any compassion, understanding or empathy for the other race, for the other, you know, races that they feel have subjected, not nah, lost the fucking matches. Just see what happens. Who, you know, subjected our, um, our people for so long. And I'll admit I was one of them. Again, training is everything. When you're trained that basically black history started on a boat and, you know, your whole purpose of being here is the fucking work. And, you know, you got to fight for everything that you fucking want or feel like you deserve. Yeah, it is. It's really easy to not like someone else or to just assume every time someone who doesn't look like you has a problem with you that it's because of your skin complexion. No, you could really just be a bitch. Like, maybe you're just an asshole. Maybe they just don't like you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's so many. Perception is amazing. And, you know... The whole analogy and reflection on um, the, the video I was watching yesterday, the lecture, was just to show how quickly and how easily we can just box someone and their feelings and their perspective up by choking it up to something like hate or racism or bad. Any bad. <coughs> That's what we were talking about. same thing with good <clears throat> we choke shit up to being good all the time without really taking any understanding to what led to that is it really good like okay so no one was hurt in the act does that make it good um i guess the takeaway from this whole ramble this morning 
because I am high. This weed is head nice this morning. And good and bad is probably something that I've been out. I'll spend more time in my head thinking about than talking about. And I don't want to kill 25 out of 40 minutes in heavy contemplation. But this is what I do in the mornings. And good and bad is what's on my mind. And with parents, we're so, my ego as a parent is so big. And I don't want to project my ideologies on my youngest one because my son is already big. Uh, I was already too late. I don't already fuck this little nigga up. Nah. <laughs> my son is such a well rounded, so such a, 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 great, a great young man. Bless his fucking soul. But. I didn't have the eyeballs I had, I have now then. I didn't have the way of thinking. I didn't realize even that I had an ego to put ego in check, you know? So certain things I've instilled, he's a smart kid. He'll unlearn and relearn what's necessary. I trust him on that. And as I unlearn and relearn, I'm definitely, you know, incorporating that in my parents and my life so he's being reflected on but yeah with my daughter you know being that she's still young and still so shapeable i think about things like this and that's what's on my baby was on my mind this morning technically and thinking about her thinking about what you know we're gonna talk about i was thinking about that last night and the good and bad came up and thinking about her this morning and, you know, walking the dog and even when I was reading online, everything just came up to the whole good and bad thing. So I kind of really strongly feel like this babble was necessary <laughs> or something to give you guys to think about, especially while you're smoking your little morning spliff, wake and bake. Um, for those who can catch this on a lunch break later on tonight before you go to bed, whenever, you know. The universe blesses us to share this time and space together. Machache. Namaste. I'm glad we're here. But um, yeah, just something to think about. What is good and what is bad? And is it just limited to you? Or is it like globally accepted? And if it is, was it taught or is it instinctive? We need to understand all this to understand ourselves better. We always got to know where we stand. Our perspective is everything. And it's okay if you decide publicly you're going to go with the masses because that's what's publicly acceptable. Like, unfortunately, going against the grain to get you locked up. You know what I'm saying? Going against the grain to get you ostracized. Um, yeah, you know, a lot of different things can happen when you certain we make certain choices to go against the grain, especially... When it comes to morality, like if you feel it's okay to do something wild, what I consider to be wild, like killing puppies and shit, like, yeah, you're gonna go to jail. So you might wanna just identify that you have that urge. You might wanna talk that out with somebody. I don't know, but you might not wanna follow that. You probably definitely don't wanna follow that. I highly suggest that you don't follow that. <laughs> Again, um, this is a shared existence. This is a shared society. And yeah, I believe almost every country in this planet has um, some form of government, hierarchy, leadership, monarchy, 
and be careful when you make choices that are not accepted by those because, you know, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. And yeah, a lot of things just ain't worth it. It's just a lot better to acknowledge it and accept it as a part of you and just keep fucking going. <laughs> but I'm going to leave you guys with that. Much ashe. Namaste. I love you guys. Later.